On today's show, we're going to discuss the epic comeback that the Yankees made last night against the Astros. It was epic. Epic is the correct word. Plus, we're going to talk about anything else that comes to mind that's Yankee-related, and we're calling today Free-For-All Friday, which should be pretty fun. All next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, everyone. It is a happy Friday. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. Thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the like button and the bell so you're notified whenever our videos go live. Also feel free to comment. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. Last night was something, huh? Last night was something else. I, oof, this team is unbelievable. Now, before we get into the recap of the game, which I actually have on TV right now, they're replaying it on Yes, and it's only the sixth inning. So we might get to the ninth while I'm recording, so you might see my reaction to Hicks and Judge. Obviously, it won't be as animated as last night, but it might be close. So before we get into everything, make your moments sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Yankees listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more using code LOCKEDON. Pretty good deal. Last night's game was insane, okay? And I think it was perfectly appropriate (laughs) that it wasn't just local for Yankee fans and Houston fans, that it was on MLB Network, which I don't think I knew. Or maybe I did know and I forgot because I was seeing people that I know do not live in New York and do not live in Houston tweeting about what was happening in the game. So um, I think it was perfect that it was seen by a lot of people because it was legitimately a crazy game. How often is the majority of the scoring in a game three run home runs for both teams. <laughs> like what? And I know that when the Yankees went down three, nothing, your first thought was it's okay. This isn't the 2021 Yankees. It's the 2022 Yankees. Totally different. No problem. Stanton ties it. And you're thinking, cool. So everything starts over again. It's reset. It's like it's zero, zero. Then Houston goes up 6-3. And then the Yankees literally do nothing. (laughs) Nothing. They did nothing. Second inning through the eighth inning. Absolutely nothing. And at that point, you're thinking, all right, maybe this isn't going to be their night. Maybe this was just going to be one of those games where you think, all right, well, it was Houston's night. The Yankees were coming back from Tampa. They got in at five in the morning. Maybe they weren't completely awake, which was what my thought was. And I joked that maybe they just needed to wake up 
And apparently they woke up in the ninth inning. Well, some of them did. Not all of them, but some of them did. So let's go through the numbers because Jameson Tyone, who, after I'm, after I was heaping praise upon him, I feel like I heaped praise upon Nestor Cortez too, and he didn't have a great outing. So I'm going to stop doing that, and I'm not going to say nice things about our pitchers anymore, and see if that helps. Stanton's home run in the first inning was his 15th. Pretty good. Now Michael K rattled off a stat that coming into that at bat. In his last, I think it was, he was six for 61, Stanton, but that he was taking walks. And Carlos Beltran said, you know, it's good that he's taking his walks because it means you're actually seeing the ball and it's just a matter of getting your timing right and hitting. He's not flailing after things, you know, because he was making contact. Sure, it was weak contact. He'd ground out a lot and, you know, it's not like he was flailing away at the ball. But it was like almost literally after they mentioned that he hadn't done anything lately that he hit that home run. So that was pretty funny. And that's, isn't that always the way? You know, uh, when Judge hit his walk-off against the Jays, Michael Kay had mentioned how he never had a walk-off home run and it was one or two pitches later. So baseball's funny, isn't it? It's funny. So Tyone, woof. Good thing is, even though he gave up six runs on 10 hits, didn't walk anyone. Hey, I mean, that's good. He struck out three, gave up the two home runs, Bregman and Alvarez, uh, both of the three-run variety. You know, lasting five and two-thirds helped. It really did. And then last night we got to see Albert Abreu, who's back. He pitched an inning, gave up a hit and a walk. Miguel Castro ended up getting the win. He only, let's see, an inning, a walk, and a strikeout. That's right. And, oh, Lucas Leckie came in after Tyone. And one and one-third did not give up a hit or a run and struck out one. So Tyone's ERA is up above a three now. It's 3.19 because of last night. But, you know, it could have been worse. He could have been taken out after three innings, you know. So I I was actually glad that Boone stuck with him and that, you know, he was able to kind of keep them at bay for those last couple of innings. And it gave the Yankees a chance to get back into the game. But as I said, they weren't doing much at all. In fact, (laughs) because of the ninth inning, they ended up having six hits. If that ninth inning didn't happen, it would have been way worse. So... Jose Altuve was his normal pain-in-the-butt self, three for four. He had two doubles, right. Uh, Tucker had a double. Gurriel had a double. As I said, Alvarez and Bregman had the home runs. They were still two for ten with runners in scoring position and left seven on base. Now, the Yankees were three for four with runners in scoring position, which is a nice switch left five on base. So as I said, Stanton's home run was number 15. Hicks was number three. I believe I, did I, did I believe? Did I mention it on yesterday's show how much better Aaron Hicks looks in the month of June? If I didn't, I'm saying it now. He looks a lot better in the month of June. It seems as if maybe his wrist is feeling okay. I mean, he had the big hit against the Rays the other night with that triple. So Things are getting better for him. And having a healthy, productive Aaron Hicks in the lineup. 
really helps an already good team. 52 and 18 on June 24th. That is just absolutely incredible. So we're going to talk more about last night's game and anything else that comes to mind. But first, whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler. Since 1999, they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. So whether you're customizing an engagement ring or designing diamond stud earrings, Online jeweler Blue Nile will allow you to create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Not perfect? No problem. There's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. You can shop stress-free with guaranteed free shipping and returns. And if you need your purchase fast, in most cases, Blue Nile can deliver overnight. And every order is insured and it arrives in discreet packaging, so she won't know what she's getting. Make your moments sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Yankees listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement, so use code LOCKEDON. Again, that's code LOCKEDON. So shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Avs can wrap this up. And Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or... Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. So let's continue the discussion of last night's game, because what a game it was. I have to say, I'm enjoying Aaron Hicks picking things up. As I said, a productive and healthy Aaron Hicks will be a big boost to a team that's already doing well. The pitching is sputtering lately, and that's understandable. They might be tired. Maybe they're hitting a wall or something. Um, But they should recover well enough to keep doing well (laughs) and uh, continue this run that they're on. And I know I've talked about it ad nauseum, and I apologize, but I was worried about this stretch And so far, so good. Now, they have three more games against the Astros. They could go sideways. You never know. So, you know, don't get too confident, Yankee fans. You know, I know that you love when the Yankees beat the Astros. I do, too. I understand. I get it. But don't get too cocky because, you know, the Astros aren't a bad team. Uh, They have over 40 wins. They're doing well in the AL West, as usual, because they're the Astros. And... It's just, it's amazing to watch this team right now. Like, honestly. Now, I'm going to go through a couple of tweets that I had bookmarked. Because, you know, when people post things about the Yankees, I find that... Really? 
There we go. It said my tweets weren't loading. I'm like, seriously? Come on. All right. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks is now hitting 300, 18 for 60, with nine runs scored, two home runs, 11 runs batted in, seven walks, two stolen bases over his last 19 games. Again, big boost. Last night was the first time this season the Astros lost a game when leading at the end of the eighth inning. They were 39-0 coming into that type of game. So the Yankees ended two big streaks two nights in a row. One against the Rays with that 92-game home winning streak of three runs, at least three runs, uh, since 2018. And now this Astros streak. So that's always fun. They're ruining streaks for people. That's the mark of a good team. You know what else is the mark of a good team? Beating other good teams. It's funny. I don't hear the people who were bitching and moaning about the Yankees' schedule saying much of anything now that they beat up on the Rays and the Jays and they won last night's game against the Astros. Again, three more games in the series could go sideways, but I don't know. This team is... I have to admit it now, right? They're 52 and 18. This team is special. It is. It's special and surprising and it's fun. And as I said, even when they're down three runs in the ninth, you don't feel like they're out of it. Because even if they lose, at least they claw their way to within a run and make you think they're going to win. And then if they do lose a game, they come right back and win the next one. So yeah, this team is special. It's surprisingly special. It's fun. Different contributors every night. When the pitching falters, the offense bails them out. That's what happened last night. The starter faltered. Bullpen did not. And that's the other thing. The bullpen will pick up the starters. You know, the offense will pick up the bullpen if they screw up. It's just, it's that kind of a team. And it's a pleasure to watch. And there aren't times where I feel like I don't want to watch. And I mentioned this the other day. There were times last season where I didn't watch games. I was keeping track on my computer, keeping track through Twitter. I had game day on, but I didn't want to physically watch a game because it was just, it wasn't fun watching that team last year. And I know it feels funny to complain about a 92 win team, but there were so many frustrating losses last year. That could have been wins. The games that they punted at the end of series where Boone would come out with a C lineup and you're thinking, what are you doing? Just go for the sweep. Why are you just thinking winning series instead of sweeping series? That's not happening this year. So far. They may not finish off a sweep. But it's not the same as the previous few years. I think Boone is figuring things out finally. <laughs> In his... 2018, 19, 20, 21, in his fifth season. I had to count. Sorry, the math just does not come quickly to my brain. And the, uh, what is, uh, there was something else from last night that I wanted to mention. Um, oh, okay. So in the walk-off at bat for Aaron Judge, man, <laughs> those pitches that he got, I thought, and I don't know if, I know a friend of mine actually thought this because he said it in our Slack. I thought that they were unintentionally, intentionally walking him and not giving him anything to pitch, but making it look like they're trying to pitch to him. But Stanek, he was trying to go with, were they sliders or sinkers? And that last pitch. Whew. Yankee fans, 
in left field. Thank you. Thank you for not reaching over the wall and trying to touch Judge's ball, okay? Because there are a lot of times when balls are in play and you see someone hanging over the wall, which drives me crazy. Oh, the foul ball that Gallo caught last night. If you're right against that part of the wall by the foul line and someone who's 6'4 is playing right field, or in Giancarlo Stanton's case, 6'6", or in Aaron Judge's case, 6'7", don't try to catch the ball. Let the big boy try and catch the ball, okay? That could have been disastrous for Gallo. It was not. He caught it. Thank you for not pulling a Steve Bartman. There was one guy who pulled away. The other guy didn't pull away and was kind of shocked when he saw Gallo make the catch. So good on the Yankee fans for not ruining things. (laughs) So in a moment, we'll just briefly preview tonight's matchup. I know I did that on yesterday's show, but we need to do it again because it's kind of a big one. And we'll talk about anything else. Aaron Judge's arbitration hearing is happening today. I don't believe that we're going to get any information from it. You know, the information from those meetings tend to leak not right away. Um, So hopefully we won't hear anything. And if we do, it's not going to be bad. So we'll talk about all that in a moment. But first, as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Now, my personal hiring story from LinkedIn, I spoke about this briefly the other day. I got my gig in 2014 writing in a Derek Jeter commemorative magazine through LinkedIn. I had someone reach out to me. We spoke over LinkedIn, and then he hired me to write five pieces. So LinkedIn does work for jobs. So what you do is create a free job post in minutes through LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile so you can spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. (laughs) Okay, briefly, let's talk about the matchup tonight because it is a doozy or it could be depending on your position. Justin Verlander against Luis Severino. This does have the makings of a good matchup between these two. And just a reminder, the game is on Amazon Prime. So if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can listen on the radio. And I don't think, yeah, no, you can't watch it anywhere else. So I have to say, I like Amazon Prime. I like being able to watch the game on my computer and having stats auto-populate to the side, that's, that's actually really cool. I love the future. Isn't the future great? 
Anyway, Justin Verlander, 8-3 with a 2.30 ERA and, let's see, 81 strikeouts in 82 and one-third innings. And as I said yesterday, he has 3,070 and one-third innings on that arm, and he's still pitching at an elite level. Kind of annoying because, you know, anytime someone pitches well and they're not on the Yankees, you know, it's, it's annoying. Luis Severino, 4-1 with a 3.27 ERA in 12 starts, 66 innings on the nose, 80 strikeouts. And as I said, in his last three starts, he has combined 29 strikeouts, 9 against Toronto, 10 against the Cubs, 10 against Detroit. So that'll be something to look out for tonight, to see how Severino fares against the annoying Astros, including Altuve. Now, the batters against against Altuve, against Severino. Altuve, in 13 at-bats, is batting 308. No home runs. Um, Michael Brantley is the only one with a home run off Severino. And, oh, Yuli Gurriel, in 12 at-bats, is batting 417 off Severino. The rest of the guys don't have a lot of at-bats. As for the Yankees against Verlander, this is worth looking at. Dear Lord, Joey Gallo, 31 at bats, 097, but he has a home run and two runs batted in. Marwin Gonzalez, 077 in 13 at bats with one home run and two runs batted in. Aaron Judge in 11 at bats, 182 with a home run. Isaiah Kiner Falefa, only seven at bats, but he has a home run. His average is 286 against Verlander. <laughs> this is hilarious. DJ LeMayhew in 15 at-bats is batting 333 with a home run and three runs batted in. Stanton has a home run against Verlander in eight at-bats, only batting t- uh, 125. Glaber Torres in 12 at-bats against Justin Verlander, 0-8-3. Now, Josh Donaldson seems to do okay against him. In 18 at-bats, he's batting 333. No home runs, but a couple of runs batted in. So we'll see how that goes. Now, Verlander had it was his last start that was rough yeah three and two-third innings four runs on nine hits picked up the loss against the White Sox and only three strikeouts and against Miami seven innings didn't give up a run only gave up three hits one walk five strikeouts His start against Seattle on the seventh was a good one for him one earned run Six hits in seven innings, two walks, 12 strikeouts. So I guess we'll find out tonight which Justin Verlander shows up. If it's going to be the one that doesn't strike out a lot of guys, but induces a lot of contact instead. Or if, you know, the Yankees will be flailing away (laughs) at Justin Verlander's pitches. Or, you know, you never know. Um, There are a bunch of elite pitchers that they've made look silly so far this season, and uh, it could happen tonight to Verlander. I don't have wood, do I? Wait, hold on. I'm not in my house. I'm cat-sitting, so I have different... (laughs) I have a different surrounding going on, and I don't have my normal stuff with me. (laughs) So, oh, coming up. I mentioned this yesterday. I'm actually excited about this. I'll be more excited if the Yankees do well, though. I am going to do a series review instead of preview 
with Brett from Lockdown Astros. We'll be recording it Sunday night because Sunday's game is an afternoon game and that will be Monday's show. Now, if anything cool happens this weekend, I might record. I might record something. Maybe I can do like a live stream on YouTube and we can watch a game together. Maybe. We'll see how I feel. I'm kind of afraid to do that, but let me know in the comments if you would hang out for a live stream during any of these games during the weekend against the Astros or any games in the future that you'd want to do like Red Sox or Mets or something like that. Let me know in the comments below. And yeah, so to review, Yankees, amazing comeback. That ninth inning was electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Sorry. And the Aarons helping the Yankees win. I mean, Aaron Hicks, big boost. Aaron Judge doing what he does. Very nice. Um, I did make a goof or make a joke about Aaron Judge because he tends to hit a lot of solo home runs. And when he came up to the plate in the ninth inning, I said something to the effect of, you know, just pretend no one's on base. Pretend no one's on base and just hit a home run. And, you know, the single was good enough. And he just was really, Stanek looked panicked. He did, though. Like, he really looked like he did not want to pitch to Aaron Judge. But he also didn't really want to walk him to load the bases. So, yeah, that just was not a good position for Presley to put Stanek in. Giving, you know, giving up the home run to Hicks, then he gets taken out, then Stanek comes in, and it's just, it's a whole mess. So, I mean, it worked out well for the Yankees, though. Let's see, where are we in the game? Oh, it's only the eighth inning. You're not going to see my reaction to the home runs. That's a bummer. I should have timed this better. Um, that's the other reason why I'm afraid of doing a live stream, because um, I tend to go a little crazy while watching live games. Um, you know how Joe's McFly from uh, <laughs> John Boy <laughs> reacts during his live streams? I basically do the same thing. So, yeah, maybe that'll make you want to see a live stream. Again, let me know. <laughs> Tweet at me. Or tweet at Locked on Yankees. Tweet at me if you're looking on the screen. If you're not looking on the screen and just listening, it's S-T-A-C-E-G-O-T-S. So that's it for this episode of Locked on Yankees, which is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can listen to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, like and comment and hit the bell so you know when our videos go up. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We'd really appreciate it. So enjoy the weekend. Go Yankees. And I will talk to you on Monday.